Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Jennifer Harshman and Harshman Services for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Jennifer and the team at Harshman Services do an amazing job of helping businesses grow and become more successful and organized by using blog posts, search engine optimization, and email marketing to reach your clients. I'm so thankful for how Jennifer and her team have helped me become more successful in my business. And if you're a realtor out there, I know that you can often get stressed and want to work smarter, not harder. You need something that you can set and forget about. So check out what Jennifer has built at RealtorEmails.com. She has an amazing offer and affordable tools to help you become more successful in your business. I'm so thankful for the team at Harshman Services for being a part of helping my business and for sponsoring the podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. On today's episode, I am so thrilled to have my friend Wendy Norman with us for today's interview. So Wendy is an award-winning photographer living in the Savannah, Georgia area. She spent the last 12 years photographing joy-filled, whimsical wedding days through her business, Apartment B Photography. And in 2020, she actually shifted her business to focus on intimate weddings and elopements with the creation of the Savannah Elopement Package and recently opened the second branch of the package down in St. Pete, Florida. Wendy is an amazing photographer and business owner, and I've really enjoyed watching her journey. We met through the Total Life Freedom community, and we were in the Mastermind on Tuesdays together. And she does an amazing job of using social media to grow her business by building trust, and connecting with clients. You know, I, I know I'm sure she'll hear share a little bit about this, but what I love hearing about Wendy is, you know, when she meets clients, they'll say, Oh, I feel like I already know you because I follow your reels or your stuff you're doing on Instagram or TikTok. And I think on this show, we talk so much about using social media to grow your real estate business. So I am so excited to have Wendy with us today. Wendy, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We are excited to have you. So I gave a little brief intro, but tell us more about what you're doing there with your business in Savannah, what you're starting to do in St. Pete, and and we can kind of jump into like how you've created success through social media. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been in the wedding industry for 12 years now. I lived down in Florida before I was in Savannah and I started my wedding photography business back there while I was working a full-time job. And um, I just built it up. Once I moved to Savannah, I kept building it and then finally went full-time about six years ago. And for most of my career, I was focusing on big weddings, what you would just typically picture as, you know, 100 to 200 people, full day of coverage, photography, that kind of thing. And I loved it. Absolutely loved it. But definitely started to get burned out. It's long days. It's it's working weekends. You know, um, after 12 years, you just kind of hit a point where that can get really exhausting. And I was already hitting that point pre-pandemic, but still loved my job and was still going to keep shooting weddings. But once COVID hit, obviously that changed industries for everybody. Everybody's industry felt it in a kind of unique way. And for the wedding industry, we watched an entire spring season of weddings evaporate in front of our eyes. So I mean, it was March, you know, in Savannah, that's the pretty much the beginning of our wedding season here. And so all of a sudden I had, you know, two blank months in front of me, everything had been rescheduled. And I 
I'm not great at just sitting around and doing nothing. So I knew I had to had to keep doing something. And we also were not really sure how it was going to affect the wedding industry long term. So I, you know, I was like, are big weddings ever really going to come back? I know we've rescheduled these weddings, but like, we didn't know at the time when we'd really be allowed to meet in those types of groups again. And so in that couple of months that I had off and I had this blank calendar for the first time in, in years, um, I was like, what can I do? And like, what can I do to stay busy? But also the best piece of advice that I, I think could apply even outside of a pandemic that I got during that time was it was my CPA of all people. We were talking about my finances and, you know, looking at what happens when you take an entire season of income and you push it out. And he said, everybody's industry is about to change in a massive way. If you can pay attention, he's like, whatever that looks like for you, if it's following industry blogs, he said, get your finger on the pulse of what's changing. And if you can get on the front end of that change, you're going to be just fine. And so I really paid attention to that. And what I realized was people still wanted to get married it just was going to look a little different. So the idea of getting married wasn't going to go away, but they could take away how we did that, how we celebrated that. So what I saw happening was this shift to smaller, more intimate celebrations. So this is kind of like a long-winded story to get you around to what I ended up doing during that time, which is launching the Savannah elopement package, which is five vendors in one package it's um, hair, makeup, cake, officiant, flowers, and then photography, which is my photography business. Mm-hmm. So I put that together um, during those couple of months off and launched it. And it is by far the best thing I've ever done for my business. And now it's my entire business. I have transitioned out of the big weddings and I only focus on the intimate celebrations now. Yeah, no, I, I love it. And And I think what's cool, and you've shared this on the mastermind, but like Vincent, it's sort of like a recovering photographer, but you've shifted out of the big weddings to the point where you now get to decline those and say, Hey, I don't do that anymore. Not my business. I really don't care about the dollar amount. Here's what I do. Here's where I'm like in my best zone of genius. It's the elopement packages. And this is what I love to do. Yeah, absolutely. And it it feels great. It solved that burned out wedding photographer problem that I had. And I, I think it let me lean on what I actually think I bring to the table, which is I know I'm I'm a good photographer. I know I can take good pictures, but what I've learned is that being a wedding photographer is so much more than that. Like we're a dime a dozen. It's a commodity at this point. There's so many wedding photographers and there's so many talented ones. So what really sets you apart is your personality and the way you interact with your clients, how much your clients trust you. And really you're, you spend the most time with a couple on their wedding day than anybody else. I'm with the bride before she sees her husband on a wedding day, you know? So Mm -hmm. that is, that's such a unique thing. And, And I feel like with the elopement package, it's letting me really focus on that client experience where I'm in so many more parts of it now, helping them pick which flowers, you know, all of these things that I love because I get to really, really build that client experience for people. I love what you say because you talk about how photographers are a dime or dozen and you really bring like the personality, the trust, because that relates so well to realtors. I know you were in the process of like, you thought you were going to move looking for a home and thinking about selling your home. And then you decided to wait. 
you know, and we even had a conversation at that point about realtors and you're like, is this normal? And I'm like, no. And, and something I talk about here on the show is like, you have to build relationships with people like here in Lancaster, there are 1500 realtors just in my County. Right. So I don't need to be the best, the top of the top. I just need to care about people, build relationships. I mean, you see what I do with social media. I don't go out there begging you to sell or buy a home with me. I share stories and we can Mm -hmm. jump into that about like, you know, what you create with the wedding days. But I do think every industry, photography, real estate, there's so many of us, right? Solopreneurs, just be great for your couples. And so, yeah, exactly. So can you talk to us more? I want to really get your wisdom on social media because you do such a great job. It's so funny because you and I both do social media really well but so different, right? Like Instagram is your main. We actually, (laughs) I still remember Wendy, when we were in South Dakota and Vincent had us, you know, you were scheduled to lead a social media thing, break out that day. And he's like, you're going to sit with her. And I'm like, no, I'm not. He goes, yes, you are. And I'm like, and it's very interesting because we came from different perspectives because Facebook is my main thing. Instagram Mm -hmm. is yours, but it went really well. And we always joke that we're like brother and sister. We didn't kill each other. We didn't fight. We, if for people that, that don't know both of us in person, we do tend to fight like brother and sister over social media and pretty much everything else in life as well. But um, social media in particular, because like you were saying, we both love it. And I think we're both really good at it because it's, it's obvious how it's grown our businesses, right. but we do use it very differently. So I'll try to convince him my way is best and he'll try to convince me his way is best, but somehow it's working. Yeah. <laughs> when I love the calls. And I think on one of these episodes, I'll share with my audience here in in mid-June here, I'm going to talk to them about how my account got shut down. And I think at that time you were like, see, this is what Instagram is. <laughs> I was not very empathetic. I was like, see, if you run Instagram, you'd be just fine. <laughs> That's right. Well, so I love what you share. And at the retreat, you kind of talk about like five things and you sharing them. But mm-hmm. so with my audience that hasn't heard that, Uh, Talk to me about the things you share on Instagram and reels and and how you've kind of built great relationships with your clients before they ever even meet you through social media. Yeah, that's honestly my favorite thing about social media is that you can create this entire relationship with someone before you've ever even met face to face. And so what he's talking about with the five things that, that I talked about at the retreat we were at is when I am coaching someone on how to build their Instagram, for me, I'm talking Instagram, but John and I will joke. A lot of these would apply exactly well to Facebook, to TikTok, to even to LinkedIn, things like that. So I say pick five things that are going to be the things about you that you're going to repeat kind of over and over and over. So it could be something you really love. Like, do you have a, a favorite type of drink that you always get? Like, are you a margarita connoisseur or a, a craft beer connoisseur? You know, do you have, like, I have a pug um, and a cat now, a rescue cat. So for me, like, I, that's one of my things. I talk about my dog, um, pugs in, in particular. Is there, like, one of my associate photographers, they love Disney. So she's always going to Disney with her family. You know, that's, that's one of her five things. So basically these things that you're picking are things that show your personality to your clients and their points of connection. So, you know, if someone's looking at five different photographers or five different realtors for you guys, 
they're going to see like, great. Okay. You're for realtors, like, great. You're certified. You know, you know what you're doing. You've sold a couple houses, whatever it is. But if I was looking at five of them and I was like, oh my gosh, like this one has a pug or this one shares the same faith as me, or this one really loves the same local restaurant. And I know we're going to run into each other there all the time, whatever that might be. I'm going to be actually probably more inclined to pick a realtor based on common interests rather than some wildly different expertise, because you often can't tell that from online. That's just, it's things like photographers and realtors are commodities at this point. There's just so many of them. So the only way to really set yourself apart is personality and client experience. And so that's what I use those five things for is points of connection. So those things might change over time. Like I shift, you know, things in and out, but it's just to give you a basis of when you're like, what do I post about today? You can say, Oh, you know, okay. I haven't talked about like that margarita that I had this weekend. That was like the best one I've ever had, you know, and it gives you something to talk about. And I've found that that's what my clients bond with me over even something as small as the Johnny Depp trial, which I had not made one of my five things to talk about, but (laughs) I've shared, I've been watching it. So I've shared that on social media and I have clients that haven't even signed the contract with me yet because they're still in the, the like booking process that are DMing me on Instagram to like geek out over this trial and sending me funny TikToks that they've found. And like, I feel like I already know them. They aren't even a booked client yet. So just imagine by the time we get to their wedding day, the level of connection, which is then the level of trust that they're going to have when it comes down to photographing their wedding or in your case, selling their house, getting them in a house, whatever um, the case may be. Well, and I think people want a personable person. Like I am not a robot. You are not a robot. And one of the things I think you do so well, and here's one of the lessons here for the audience listening is you do such a great job of, yes, you share about your business. Yes. You share about, you know, one of the ones I've really enjoyed watching on your social media is when you do the the like sunset shoots on the boat where you're like someone's videoing you so it's sort of like the behind the scenes they see you photographing the couple so it's not just you out there like oh look how, how amazing my photographs are like you do show some of that but it's also like here's a behind the scenes of what goes into me you know photographing a sunset shoot on these boats here in savannah you share about you know, your dog who loves to come and uh, join our our Zoom calls every week, what you like to drink. And so I think it's about like, be personable, create relationships. I think we talk in, in our sort of businesses, create relationships, create relationships, but we always sort of bring it back to, okay, sell and be a nice person, sell and be a nice person. But if I like you as a person, you know, I had a client recently and I don't really like go out and drink or anything like that. But I had a client that was like, oh, come out and grab a drink with us. And I'm like, oh, okay." We went and we sat there for three hours talking. Literally, we bought nachos. We sat there and talked like that to them was worth more than anything I can ever do to sell them a house because I wasn't sitting there checking my watch. I said to my wife, do you mind? I know it's late. It's eight, nine o'clock. I'm going to go out with them. They ended up meeting a friend, like seeing a friend there, talked for 30 minutes and just had me there. So I built a relationship with that other. And I just think it's, if you be personable, like you can create so much success in our businesses without trying to sell a darn thing. Like when you post a video of Winston, Winston, right? 
Winston, yeah, that's my yeah. for anybody listening. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> when you post, I was like, wait, that's right. When you post a video of Winston, you're not like, hey, buy photography, but you're creating that connection that people want to be like, oh my goodness, I I love whether they love pugs or Winston or just animal. Oh my goodness, there's a connection for people, and I think that is a missing piece in our business. Well, I think the, so that connection is what builds trust. And if you have a client that trusts you before you've even done work for them, then it's good for them, which is like our number one thing. We want our clients to be happy. We want to do, do good by our clients. So that creates a really great experience for them. And it makes our job easier. When I have couples that I feel like I already know them, they give me so much freedom and license to be creative. And they're like, we trust you. You just tell us what to do and where to be. And, you know, it makes my job easy. It makes their day easy. But if I have someone that doesn't know me, like maybe they're not on social media and they just booked me and, and, you know, that's great. I'm sure you get those too, where they don't really know you. They just, you know, happen to end up with you. It's not as smooth as the other ones. It still might go great because we're still creating good client experience, but you have a little bit of an extra hurdle of having to get to know each other in the process of doing the job. And you haven't built that trust ahead of time. So they're always kind of being like, Oh, are, are, are you sure they're going to question things more? So I would rather do, do the trust building ahead of time and then let the job itself be about fun and the experience and, and just deepening that connection and that relationship. Yeah, I love it. So tell us more about, I mean, I think you do a great job of being super creative on TikTok and Reels. I mean, I just pulled it up to 1 million likes on TikTok. 30,000 followers, like you've had videos that get seen, you know, I'm looking at one 500,000 times, like, obviously, you don't share stuff to go viral. But like, where does the creativity come from? How has it helped your business? Tell us more about that. Yeah, I love TikTok and Reels. So he's he's laughing. I mean, for those of you that can't see, he's smiling because he's <laughs> John's heard me um, go on my soapbox about how much I love this so many times. So TikTok is something I got on um, actually that same time that I pivoted my business to the elopement package. Yep. I we had all this time to kill. TikTok got kind of big because we were all just like locked up in our houses without anything to do, and. So for that in particular, um, Gary Vaynerchuk gave some really good advice at the time. And he said, TikTok is its own little microcosm. It's got its own culture. It's very, very different from Instagram or Facebook. He said, sit back and watch it. And you'll start to get like, just scroll, just get a vibe of like how this crazy little community works and then start creating. And so that's what I did. And I, I got kind of, it was kind of a right time, right place, right place, right time, whatever that phrase is, that it was a little easier to go viral back then. Um, so that is a caveat for anybody like listening to this. Like it is a little harder to gain followers right now and a little harder to go viral. So I got a little lucky in the beginning that I was there at the kind of point when everybody was starting to join it. But what I look at that, so now that we also have reels on Instagram, um, which is basically TikTok into put into Instagram. So the way I look at it is a w- another way for people. Sorry if you hear my dog in the background. This is the work from home struggle. No, it's <laughs> um, all good. So the way I look at it is another even better way for people to get a sense of my personality. So I can be funny, you know, I can be silly. I can show behind the scenes 
and I can talk about my business. So I, I do all these things on videos and it's a mix of more serious ones where I'm actually just telling you something about my business or it's me being really funny and, and lip syncing over, you know, some silly audio and then applying it to my business um, or just showing behind the scenes, which, you know, in the past we had stories on Instagram, you could post a video or something to Facebook or Instagram, but this new medium of like short form video is such a valuable way for people to watch you do your job. Essentially. I know that's not exactly, they can't watch you through the entire process of selling a house, but they can maybe see some behind the scenes of how you do different parts of your business. And, or even like some of the people I follow, I follow one person, one girl who's a um, health insurance sales So obviously she's not really showing you her job, like her job is on the phone and on the computer, but she's showing her personality. So, you know, if you hire her as your insurance person, this is the personality, this is who you're going to get to work with. So that's what I think the value in that um, short form video is, is your personality can show as much as you want it to in that medium. Yeah. And I, and I think another part too, and I've been sharing this here in June, as I talk about social media is share stories, right? I love yeah. in your videos where um, I, I've seen somewhere you'll post a review. So mm-hmm. you'll post a couple, you know, pictures or short videos of the client on their wedding day. And then they talk about so thankful we hired Savannah Elopement package, blah, blah, blah. And again, it's sort of like what I try to do. And we talk about this on the Tuesday calls. I don't go on Facebook and say, please like, trust me to help you buy or sell a house because that just, it feels icky. It feels icky. Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? I can go on there, share about the couple that bought a house or did photography, share their review. I'm promoting them and how cute they were and sweet or whatever. Or like when I do it, it's like, what a great couple they were to work with. Like I have a settlement today as we record this. I'm already thinking about my post about the couple and how amazing they were to work with. I want to highlight them, but it's like when you're like that generous marketing, when you promote someone else, it promotes you as well. So I I think it's amazing and it has helped your business grow. It really has, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I agree completely that it's like, it's the stories around what we do and especially, I think, you know, photography and realty might be very different but they're very, very similar and that we're working with humans that are doing something that's kind of one of the biggest things they're going to do, whether you're getting married, you're buying a house, like these are really, really massive milestone moments. And so there is a story around each one of those things, you know, whether you've got a family that it's their, they have a little kid and it's their first time buying a home and this is a huge deal for them, or maybe they're super successful and this is their, their first, you know, real estate investment. And that's a big milestone for them. So there's a human side to all of this. So if you were only sharing like the photo of the home that you sold, there's like a coldness to that. If that's the only thing that's up there. So I think you do a great job because you do share that because people need to see that they need to see what's selling and what's happening. And, and that's almost your portfolio, like your living portfolio, you're adding to it all the time. Like this house got sold, but then you're also mixing in other content that says, and here's the humanness behind this house that got sold. And here's the humanness behind the realtor that's selling your house. And I think that goes for any industry. Same with photography. There's, there's this entire story going on behind the scenes. And if we share that, 
it builds that connection, which builds that trust, which eventually leads to sales. It does. And I really love the way you've kind of built it. And I love everything about your journey, because what I do like about your social media as well is you're honest. So like you've got opinions and you've shared some of those, but you, you know, you're never going to like shove something down someone's throat, but you're going to share your opinions, be respectful if someone disagrees, Um, Mm -hmm. which I think, you know, I, I think I've shared this on the show, but maybe I haven't. One of my favorite parts about even like TLF and our relationship and like everything around what Vincent has created. I remember sitting there, you know, at the St. Augustine retreat in February with you and Courtney wisely, our friend and asking all sorts of questions that like in a normal friend group, politics, spirituality, religion, faith, you know, all these different things going on um, in the United States with gender things. And I'm like, I could have never asked these questions to anyone I know, family members, et cetera. But Vincent has created this community where like, we actually care about each other so much that like, it's okay if you disagree and we're still friends and care about each other and love each other regardless. And so I think that's a really, but I think it's really cool that we have that in TLF, but the point was really, I think it's really cool that you've created that where you're, you're going to be bold and it's okay if someone disagrees and that's fine. And, but I think you're open, you're honest, you're true to yourself you know, some people are turned off by that, but I think, you know, people, I believe people love the honesty that you share. Well, and I think it just comes down to the whole idea of attract and repel that you, you actually want to repel clients as much as you want to attract them. And there's that line, there's a balance. We're all tiptoeing on that line all the time of how to do that. But if you aren't getting really specific about who you are, or what you believe, and maybe you don't even want to go into what you believe, religion or politics or things like that, you can still get some idea of who who you are, you know, and what, what you think. And if you're not sharing that, then you're kind of this like faceless thing that you're just, again, another photographer, another realtor. So instead, because I have shared some of my opinions about things, which I go in and out of doing, because I'm just like anybody else, I'm always assessing, like, is this the right thing to be talking about on social media or not? But when I have, yes, I've been met with backlash sometimes, but what I see that as is weeding out the people that we weren't a good fit anyway. Like I wasn't the right person to be at their wedding. That's fine. They weren't the right person to be a client of mine. And then the people that do see what I'm posting and say, Oh, I resonate with that. Like I'm, I am behind you on that. Then we end up working together and we end up having an even better, even deeper friendship throughout this thing that could just be a client, you know, relationship it often actually grows into a friendship. Like yesterday, I actually, I'm on a kickball team now with one of my couples that's a local couple. And we hit it off so well, you know, during the process of their wedding that they told me they were playing kickball. And I was like, I've been wanting to do that. And they said, join our team. And now I'm playing kickball with them, you know, and that's ideal. That's the ideal way for, I think, a client relationship to go is you like each other and feel connected and trust each other enough that you actually become friends after the job is done. That's so cool. And again, when you create relationships where someone's like, I want you to be on my kickball team. I want you to come have a drink and, and uh, appetizers with us for three hours. Those things are like life-changing, help our business, but even more so like if you just are someone that creates relationships, people want to do business with you. 
Exactly. Yeah. They're either going to want to work with you again, or they're going to tell someone else about you. They become like a, a evangelical, like evangelizing about your business yes. to other people, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. So as we close out, I love what you're doing. I love the shift. I feel like shift is like the word of everything I've seen you do in so many ways. And you've taken the steps. I'll highlight like the steps I've seen you take over the last two years. I think I joined the mastermind about a year ago and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, and I mean, there was a time, you know, in February where you're like that I'll just kind of share. I won't jump into it. I don't want to share your story, but where you're like, I don't want need to do. I need to just be. And I thought it was so cool because it's so hard as builders, entrepreneurs, dreamers, like, you know, you even said during COVID, I was like, okay, what can I do, do, do. I think it's so cool for entrepreneurs to say, I just need to be. And at the retreat, people were like, oh, well, here's this book. And you're like, no, no, no. I'm not <laughs> taking a to-do list about how to not do. I, yeah. And so it's been cool. It's been an inspiration to me to watch your business and realize, okay, are you like building too much where you need to be like focused at home, focused on your mental, emotional, spiritual, physical health. And so it's been really cool. Thank you so much for everything you're doing for your clients there in Savannah and now St. Pete. Yeah, it's been cool to watch. Thank you. It's been fun to have you in the mastermind and get to kind of ride this this crazy <laughs> ride that we're all on as entrepreneurs. It's fun to fun to have people to do that with. So it is. Yeah. It, it is. So as we close out, two questions for you. You've done a lot building your business through social media. So it can be social media or we've talked about the shift. A realtor's out there listening to this. They're feeling lonely. They're feeling frustrated. Maybe since COVID, they haven't been able to grow their business. Maybe they're really struggling. What would be a piece of advice for them? Oh gosh, I feel like I could talk for an hour on advice for that, but I'll try to keep it short. So the first couple of things that come to mind is making sure you have community around you. So whether that's reaching out to other realtors and not looking at them as your competition, but looking at them as your community. And one of my best friends in Savannah, um, there are a couple and the guy is a wedding photographer and the, his wife is his business manager. And so technically they are my direct competition, but we don't look at it like that. We look at it as how can we help each other? How can we like, you know, what is it? Iron sharpens iron. Like how can we Mm -hmm. just get better and just love each other and support each other as friends. And I think that that's something I've been doing from the beginning of my business is trying to gather people, like-minded people around me and support each other. So if that, you know, means like joining a local entrepreneur group, joining an online mastermind or online community, like if you're feeling lonely, community can solve that. And so that would be like my number one thing if, if we're tackling like the lonely aspect. And if we're just tackling like a business doesn't feel like it's totally working, it feels like you're kind of like, you know, pushing the brake and the gas at the same time. I would say to start looking at, are you marketing as yourself genuinely, or are you trying to market as if you're someone else? And I made that mistake. It was right before actually that I launched the Savannah Limit Package. My mentor um, here in Savannah, I was telling her like, I feel like I'm just not booking at the moment. Like I was doing fine, but not as good as I could. And she's like, stop trying to market like all these other photographers that you're looking at. I was telling her that like, well, this photographer does this and this photographer. And she was like, are you that photographer? No, like stop worrying about that. She was talking about Enneagram personality types in particular. So we don't have to dive down that rabbit hole. But if you do know your personality type, think about how you can 
and just authentically show up as yourself, whether it's online on social media or in your in-person client interactions. And the second I made that switch, all of a sudden it was like the bookings just started rolling in again because I stopped trying to act like someone else. There is so much there that we so much. We might need to do another podcast. (laughs) Taking off the facade. Oh my goodness. And it is hard. Even, even as a realtor who has now created success, like, you know, I've shared that a huge win was like getting that luxury listing that closes here in mid June. Yes. And it's so hard not to be like, oh, I need to do this. I I even remember, and I think I I, I shared this, you know, in April or May on the podcast, but I talked about, oh, I felt like I had to go with my team leader in his BMW rather than my Chevy Cruze. It was almost like this imposter syndrome. And like, I felt like, I felt like I was wearing the nicest thing whenever I went to these clients' house. And one time I like went in a polo and it was fun. Like I'm not the suit and tie BMW guy. Like I'm not. And so stop trying to be someone else. Be you, be your authentic self. I mean, and I've shared, you know, I'm all about like the financial literacy, the day, like I follow Dave Ramsey. That's okay. So I can't, I don't want to be someone else. Like one day, sure. I'd love to drive a nice car, but right now, no, that's not me. Like, and stop trying to, I remember saying to my wife, should I rent when Andy couldn't go? I'm like, should I rent a car to go up to this house? And then I'm like, so glad I didn't because how stupid could you be? I then went to the house 15, 20 times. So yeah. Right. That, I know. Is- I, I totally feel you. And, and it's just so easy, especially in our industries where we have, yep. what'd you say? 1500 realtors that you could be looking at yep. any of them that have maybe even just a perceived level of success. We don't even always know how, how success really looks behind the scenes, yep. but it's so easy to look and say, well, they're doing that. So it must be working when really the answer is they're being themselves and that's why it's working. And so we can't copy other people because then we just dilute the brand. We dilute, we're not actually building real trust. Then we're building like fake trust and that will crumble during the process. Well, and I think too, like not to go down the the car rabbit trail, but like, I remember being at a Wendy's or something. And I remember some kid in the back making the burgers was like, Oh my gosh, Tim, I can't believe you own a Tesla, blah, blah, blah. And the kid's like 17. And what I really wanted to say was like, uh, no, Tim doesn't own that Tesla. He leases it. It's $900 a month. Like you yeah. don't own it. The bank. O- so right. it's like this perception that we, anyway, but it's perception. I know we could do an hour on that. It's, it's so true, but it's yeah. Like the whole point that I know we're trying to make is like, just be yourself. It just goes back to that authentic marketing and Like for me, that's been sharing maybe my opinion on things or sharing a deeper look into stuff going on in my life on social media. And for someone else, it might be that they're just 10 times funnier than me on social media, or maybe they don't even do social media and they're doing all in-person sit downs with, you know, wedding planners or something like that. Like whatever gets you excited and feels right and feels like you're just genuinely being you, that's the thing you need to do for your business. Yeah, that's awesome. Gets you excited. Be genuine. That's great. All right. Mm-hmm. Last question. And then I want to hear where people can find you. So you you just spoke to realtors and sometimes the answer is different or a little similar. Go back to either A, when you started your business or maybe even two years ago during mm-hmm. COVID and your your business is about to shift and you can give yourself one piece of advice what would it be? 
Ooh. I think to be patient and to trust the seasonality of being an entrepreneur, because we're, we're going to get hit with things like pandemics. I really hope it's never an actual pandemic again, but it could be, you know, a recession. It could be even just something, a personal, um, you know, within your own family situation that could happen. Like life is never going to be a hundred percent smooth sailing and your business is never going to be, hundred percent going perfectly. Like that's just not the reality. And if I had looked at what happened with COVID as my business is over, I, this is it. Like I can't do it. Then I think that's probably what would have happened. But if instead I was like, well, what do I do with this? Like, this is an opportunity. It's maybe disguised in a lot of stress and all of that. But what do I do with this? And and just trusting that there are seasons. And just like you were mentioning a few minutes ago, like this spring, this season for me was stop hustling for a minute and focus yeah, yeah. on some health stuff behind the scenes and just be, stop checking things off a to-do list for a minute. And my business was just fine through that. You know, it, it actually probably is even better because I took the time to pull back, reevaluate, and then hit, hit the ground running again when the time was right. So uh, yeah, that would be my big advice is just trust that there will be seasons, be patient through the seasons of less, be grateful during the seasons of more and just ride it. It's, it's a roller coaster. That's entrepreneur life. It will always be a roller coaster. It is. I love that. Be patient and the seasons. That's so hard to think about, you know, as we think about life with two young kids, like it's just crazy all the time. Well, that's a season. So thank you so much. Appreciate your time. All right. So where can people follow your amazing, funny videos or connect with you? Where can we find you? Yeah, there's a few different places. So on TikTok, I'm at Apartment B Photo. So it's A P T B Photo. When I named my business, I didn't anticipate how many times I was going to have to spell that out loud and what a tongue twister that is. So um, A P T B Photo. Um, I'm also that same handle on on Instagram, and then I also have Instagram accounts for both of my elopement packages. So at Savannah Elopement Package and at St. Pete Elopement Package. Wendy, thank you so much. Proud to call you a friend and just someone that I've watched and really been inspired by in their business. Thank you so much for spending time with us. I know that a lot of the wisdom you shared today will help realtors that listen to the show. So thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Wow. A huge thank you to Wendy. I was so honored to have her on the show today. Wendy, thanks for being an amazing friend and for sharing your time with us on today's interview. I love what you shared on the show. And I I love these interviews. I love the people outside of real estate who share business wisdom from their business that can help realtors. So a few of my takeaways as we end today's episode, I love how, you know, she shared at the beginning, the advice from her CPA, you know, right as COVID started saying that every industry is about to change. So if you can get it done on the front end, and shift, you should do that. And so shift is really like something that kind of went through the whole episode and and a, a lot of what we talked about. And, you know, she talked about how it was the best thing ever to her to shift from the regular photography for weddings to the elopement package. And it's been cool to kind of watch her journey. Another huge takeaway for me was, you know, and she said this about photographers, but it's the same thing for realtors where she said that they are a dime or dozen. And so instead of focusing on trying to be 
like this person or this person or this photographer or this realtor or whatever it is, focus on what you bring to the table. Focus on having that personality, that trust, you know, doing a great job for the clients and do that. Focus on what you bring to the table instead of trying to be like the other photographers or realtors or whatever it is. I love what she talked about, about social media. And I continue to be amazed by how she does it because again, we both do it well, but different. And I need to get better at doing the five things that she talks about. You know, if you have a drink and an animal or something you enjoy doing like Disney, like they talk about, it takes you out of that. What do I post today? And it lets you just build connections and build trust. Like she discussed, you know, even with social media, since the last couple of years of COVID, she shifted and, you know, shifted her business, you know, was willing to be funny, silly behind the scenes. Um, and she's done a great job of it. And I, I think that's a huge lesson that we can learn in our business. As we closed out and we kind of talked about things she would tell herself and things she would say to realtors, you know, she talked about marketing genuinely. Stop trying to be someone else, be yourself. Do what you know you're excited about gives you energy and and i loved I loved that, and I love what she had to say about that. definitely huge for realtors to share what we're doing, be genuine and and I just love how she's done it and actually, after we ended the episode, we talked about you know market genuinely could be a whole nother podcast episode, and so I'm sure I'll have Wendy on another time to discuss that so yeah so that takeaway market genuinely, and then the final takeaway. You know, as I kind of said, what would her advice be to her? Be patient, stop hustling, know seasons and the seasonality of your business and be okay with that. And I think that's huge in real estate, right? For some of us, we're just drinking from a fire hose, but for some of us, you know, winter can be slower. And so many of you are coming out of a season of slow into a season of busy here in the summer market. And that's okay. Just embrace that. And another thing that she shared was, you know, her advice to herself is just be, and she's done an amazing job, you know, seeing her since that retreat of stop trying to build and just, just be, and, you know, work on yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, that's a huge, huge win. So thank you so much, Wendy, for being such an amazing guest. You're so fun. And she's, she was so accurate. We fight like cats and dogs, brother and sister but I appreciate her so much. And we're both passionate about social media and we do it differently. So I'm so thankful she shared with you guys how she does it and the things she does. I definitely can learn from the things she's doing and do this better in my business. I hope that this was helpful for you guys. Make sure you check her out, Wendy Norman on social media. Make sure you also check out her business. So Apartment B Photography. So on Instagram, that's A-P-T-B Photo. And then also you can check out the Savannah Elopement Package on Instagram, Savannah Elopement Package. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Wendy, for being an amazing guest. And I will see you all very soon. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode.